Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, I'm joined by a cowboy. I am not a gamer, but I will press your buttons. Oh. Don Bay Maestro. Hi there. I'm uh, here. Very good. This week, we continue our quarantine block of episodes to help us through these tough times. As you know, new movies are not being released, so my usual method of choosing movies uh, has also been quarantined. So, we are going to switch it up a little bit. We're still going to be doing movies, of course, obviously. But instead of doing the usual bad movies, we're going to start doing some uh, some better movies. Uh, some movies you may have heard of, some movies you may have heard of. Uh, that eh, We'll see how it goes. That's enough of an intro. Today... <laughs> We're doing a movie that I, I, I chose because I th- feel like it resembles a lot of people's lives right now. Uh, in this quarantine, everybody's kind of doing the same thing d- day in and day out. So I chose 1993's Groundhog Day. Yay, Bill Murray. Yeah, this is directed Yay. by Harold Ramey. Is it Ramey or Ramis? I feel like I've Ramis. it both ways. Ramis. Okay. Harold Ramis stars Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, Stephen Toblowski, and a bunch of other people. Synopsis of the film, then we'll get into our opinions. A weatherman finds himself inexplicably living the same day over and over again. A weatherman finds himself inexplicably living the same day over and over again. Wait, does this he was directed by Harold Ramey, stars Bill Murray, Andy McDowell, Chris Elliott, and Stephen Toblowski. <laughs> All right, enough of that. You're joke. a dick. I know. All right, so <laughs> have you ever seen this movie before? Yes. What movie are we doing? <laughs> We are doing Groundhog Day. You see, Which one is that? Uh, we usually we choose movies that are based on things that are coming out in theaters, but since the theaters are closed, not putting movies out, we're switching things up a little bit. So I decided, I'm not a gamer, but I will press your buttons. Okay. And Maestro is here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so have you seen this movie before, uh, Cowboy? Uh, yes. Uh, thank oh, you, Cowboy. Cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> I started drinking a little bit earlier. My voice got deeper. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was singing some Josh Turner songs before we came on here. Oh. Uh, um, I've heard of the movie, never seen the movie. Oh, interesting. And my interpretation of it, um, this movie probably came out before the movie I'm going to reference, but it's like a flip of 50 first dates and what women want altogether. Mm. Oh, interesting. We We did what women want on the podcast. Yeah, 50 first dates is with your favorite actor of uh, all times, yeah. Adam Sandler. Right. Mm. Yeah, obviously. It, it actually is a good movie, but in 50 first dates, basically he falls in love with the girl who actually is living the same day over and over, over again every day. Right. But only she, and she doesn't, but she doesn't know it. Right. Everyone else is having different and, days. She's the only one having the same kind of. Day. Yeah. Right. Cause in this case, uh, Phil, is having the same day over and over and over again, and he's the only one who knows it. It's closer to uh, oh no, day after tomorrow. Is that what's the no. Tom Cruise tomorrow? D- day after comes? tomorrow is a uh, disaster movie with uh, the storm. Tomorrow never mm-hmm. dies. Oh, damn it! What's the what's the Tom Cruise movie where he keeps reliving over and over again? Uh, and it, it was going to be called like End Repeat. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, oh, I know that it's one. Tom Cruise. Yeah, yeah it's a gr- that's a great movie with Emily Blunt. I think that was made after an anime. Yes, that sounds that sounds uh, correct. I mean, I think I remember. Anyway, uh, Mishra, have you seen this movie before? Yes. All right. So let's get into our opinions of the movie. Then I guess at this point, 
Uh, I have seen this. Uh, it was a long time ago that I saw it. I remember enjoying it. And I, the, the premise is kind of it's, – it's been thrown around a lot lately in uh, the different uh, news or podcasts or radios that I listen to. They, they keep referencing this because it feels very similar to what we're doing where you wake up – even Bill Murray has a line in the – in the movie where he's talking to these these guys at the bar, you ever feel like you're just waking up and doing the same thing over and over again and there's nothing you can do will ever change it? <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, that's basically my life, yeah. For for the last uh, six, seven weeks now. Right, yeah. So I thought, I thought it was apt. But Wait, this, is today Saturday? Today, today uh, we're recording this on a Sunday. It will be oh. released on a... Shit, I think it's Fridays I'm supposed to release these? Mondays. It's it's supposed oh, to be released on a day, right? It's be released tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> See, we don't even know what day it is. It's just true. <laughs> yeah. I know I have to wake up tomorrow. And yeah. Um, that's perfect. That's it. All right. If it wasn't for a calendar and alarms on my phone and on my watch, I uh, wouldn't know that tomorrow's trash day. Oh. Mm. Yep. I got the same alarm. My uh, my Echo or Alexa will pop on. Yeah. I have a custom uh, reminder. It says, take the trash cans out. Do it yeah. now. Don't put it off. You will forget. <laughs> <laughs> or you'll have to wake up super early on Monday morning to do it before the trash guy comes by. Right. I hear the beeping like, oh, shit, I got to get the cans out. <laughs> <laughs> so even with the reminder, you're like me. You still end up having to do it Monday morning or Sometimes. Tuesday morning. Sometimes. All right. So uh, let's see. Have we talk about this movie. Uh, what do you guys think of Bill Murray in this movie? Typical Bill Murray. Yeah. yeah you know. I mean, honestly. But I love it. Go ahead, Mesha. Yeah, I mean, most of the every part of the film was typical. I mean, like I've seen him in multiple other movies, and it's always been the same. See, I, I found him a little different in this one than than usual because really? he, he was he was more he was dicky, um, and in but, but not, not not in like a Bill Murray funny kind of way, but just like a oh no, you're a dick. It, oh it, come on, he was dicky in Ghostbusters. Yeah, but even that was kind of with a humorous kind of slant to it, sarcastic. I yeah, guess, yeah, right. I mean, I think in this one he was dicky, and in his mind he was being sarcastic because he was dealing with a bunch of idiots. Yeah. In his mind, he was dealing with idiots, and then he fell in love with somebody who he thought was an idiot. Right. Well, like like in Ghostbusters, he's he's. Uh, I think he at least knows he's he's being a dick in in, in a way. Whereas in this movie, it's just like no, that's just his personality. It's just, <laughs> My it's, question mm-hmm. is is to both of you guys, um, if you had this ability or this happened to you. Um, we saw Bill Murray go through a bunch of different states of emotions mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I'm going to take advantage of this and I'm going to hook up with all these girls and I'm going to get to do, and I'm going to relive it tomorrow. And I'll see what I did wrong and do it all over again. But then he got to a point where he just fucked this shit. I'm tired of it. I just want to kill myself mm-hmm. over and over again. It's not working. What would you do if you realized this is happening to you? Uh, you want to go first, Maestro? Um, I would honestly, uh, before figuring out how to finish, fix it, I would take full advantage and learn as much as I can. I mean, it's literally a, a form of immortality. True. That's pretty much what he exuded in the movie. Uh, he learned how to play the piano. He, uh, learned French. He, uh, learned all kinds of things. And I, I don't get the idea that at the end of the movie, he thought he was trying to end it. He was trying to stop it from happening because after he did wake up, spoiler alert, um, (laughs) on February 3rd, uh, he was surprised. 
Yeah. Now, I actually have the answer in trivia for this. Uh, oh. But how long do you, would you estimate that he was repeating the same day? Like how many – how much time passed for him doing all these repeats? What do you, what's your opinion? About a year. Okay. I would have to say with everything that he learned – uh, day in and day out, doing it over and over again, learning the piano and stuff like that, unless he's like a gifted person that can learn how to eventually play the piano like he did towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. um, versus not even knowing how to play the piano the first time. Um, I would have to probably say about two and a half years at least. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I was thinking about one or two years as well. That, that, was, that was my initial thought uh, because th- there's a lot of things that we see of him trying things over and over again. And the just the, 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 the okay. One, one thing that I would do if I did have this ability was the same similar thing that he did, where was, where he he robbed the uh, the, the bank <laughs> the, the money from the thing, just as a test, uh, where he had everything down to a science. Where okay, she's going to walk up now. He knows their names. Uh, she's going to drop the change here. Here comes a car. He had to relive that several several times to get the timing down so perfectly that he was able to just walk up, take the money out of the back of the uh, the armored car, and walk off. So that alone would have taken two to three weeks, I would assume, reliving that same day over and over again just to get yeah, the Yeah, and you got to think about it. He's reliving that same day over and over again. You're saying two to three weeks. That's just him paying attention to that moment. Exactly right. But when you get towards the end of the movie and he starts to um, help the guy who held up the groundhog in the beginning, you know, spit up whatever he was choking on. Yeah. Um, Convince that guy to or the girls, uh, the guy's fiance to show up to the wedding mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff. You know, he had to be in all those different places at different times in the day on different days to see all of that to get that one specific routine down. Yeah, yeah. and then you also got you also got to think of when he was walking through the diner with the producer and he starts calling out what everybody's name is and what they do and how they feel and blah blah blah. How long did it take him to, A, gather all that information and remember all that information? Unless he's mm. like this super genius that you can tell him something once and he will compute it into memory for the rest of his life. That was another thing I was, I was curious about. As far as being able to remember everything without being able to write anything down and keep it with you, uh, even if you like tattooed it on your body the next morning, I don't think that a tattoo would be there. No. Uh, it, it, the whole thing resets. So how, in order to remember all that, it, it's amazing – Brain power. And the great, the greatest thing is, is unlike 50 first dates, uh, where she's reliving in her mind the same day over and over again, she is getting older. Oh, right. He is not getting older. He dies umpteen times and wakes up at 6 a.m. the next morning. Yeah. It's, it's actually how would of- you feel? How would you feel waking up to the same damn song every morning? <laughs> Sonny and Bono every morning. Uh, I I couldn't do it for I, th- I think more than a year because uh, I I would have like I had set alarm uh, ringtones on my phone. There was this, it was same alarm, same sound every time it went off. And after a while, I had to start changing it because like, I had to Doctor Who ring uh, Doctor Who the, the TARDIS the that was my text message alert. And after a while, I. 
I had to change it because it started getting irritated with the sound because I, I would get him at inconvenient times. He'd be like, I don't want a text message right now, goddammit. And so that sound became a negative for me. So I, it, it depends on how long it takes for that to then be like, okay, nope, nope, got to change it. Still what me. song would you be able to wake up uh, to the longest? Uh, it, it would probably be a Linkin Park song. Those always kind of amp me. In a in a way, mm. I, I, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna say like uh, I think the uh, the there's there's one that I, I keep playing over and over again. I think it's called the Forgotten, off of the reanimation. Uh, is it called reanimation? The uh, the 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 remix version CD they did. That one I could do a lot. I think it was reanimation. Yeah. What What about you, Maestro? Uh, would how long would you be able to wake up to the same song every morning? Had it been Sunny and Cher, I got you, baby. Before before what? Before we're willing to end it? Before you would go crazy like Bill Murray in this movie and just want to just kill yourself. Probably ten years. Ten years of, of that song yeah. specifically. Yeah, I mean, waking up to a song doesn't really hurt it for do, do it for me. I don't really care. Oh man. Well, I guess I guess in a way you're you're right because you wake up, you turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. Would like you it. get to the point where where he got where you would walk out of your. Uh, bed and breakfast room and run into the same guy every morning asking the same question would you just get to the point where you punch the guy <laughs> i would try it i would definitely try it yes. <laughs> see here's well, the, the the problem i had with it with it with all this was if, if i was stuck in this world uh without any explanation i don't know how i got here i don't know what's causing it i don't know what's going to fix it so if i do one day where i'm just like Screw everything. And I go around punching everybody and I'm cursing everybody out. And then the next day I wake up and that was the, that's the final take. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> that would be devastating for me. Yeah, that would be. But what, what they don't really explain the constitution of when – not constitution. They don't explain exactly why he gets back out of the, the loop. Right. See, and then that's what the thing would drive me crazy is I have no idea what started this. I don't know what's going to end it. So I would have to, in the same way that Bill Murray was doing uh, towards the end where he was going around saving everybody, I, I, I would have to find a way to make everything okay in case the next day I wake up and that's the one that it takes. Wait, well, hold on a second there, Delan. You said to me a long time ago, this is like, this is probably a dream come true for you. Uh, doing everything perfect. Yes. With a safe point. Yes, but so see, this but, is be you'd be fine through this whole thing. I don't. I don't know how long I would last because eventually you'd get to a point where I've done everything right this entire day, and if I wake up the next day, I'd be like, "Oh my god, I got to keep doing the same exact thing every single day for the rest of my life." Now, now that I've not necessarily beat the game, because uh, like he had to go to the uh, festival every morning, he didn't have to. He could have said, eh, "I'm going to be doing this over again tomorrow." So fuck the festival. I'm just not going to show up. Let me uh, just jump steal a car and do this, you know, or jump on a plane and five hours later be in Vegas, you know, and <laughs> rob something. And it's a new adventure every day and no repercussions, no nothing. But the thing is like he robbed the armored transport. He took that, that suitcase, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He only had that money until the next morning. Right. And, and I thought they, when I was watching the movie, being a newbie to the movie, never seeing it before. Um, when he got the producer to go back to his room and they were laying there, you know, and yeah. she was like, no, 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 don't go to sleep. I was wondering if they were going to have a scene where he stayed awake 
all the way up to six o'clock and then boom, it started over again. Oh, that's but a good idea. they didn't have that uh, scene. They both fell asleep and he woke up and it was all over again. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been interesting. I, 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 that's something I would have tried to do at some point to try to stay awake the entire time as well. Yeah. Like to see what happens at 6 a.m. Right. Yes. That's what I was thinking, and they never did it, and I was kind of disappointed with it. Have, have you ever seen uh, Dark City? No. It's, a, it's, an, it's an older movie. It's, it's, a, it's a wild concept. Or it, it could, it's kind of similar to this in a way where um, t- things never change, but if they do change, you don't recognize them changing. There's basically these like alien overlords that pause time for all of us. Then they'll come in, they'll take somebody out, put somebody in, in their place, and then start it again and reset. So everything continues without you knowing that things have been changing. So, that, that, so that's, I was wondering if, it, that's, if that would have happened at, at 6 a.m. where he would then see what was causing this to kind of shift. Maybe you saw a bright light and then vroom, then he woke up in bed again or something. There's, like, there's, no, there's no escaping it. Yeah, but he really wasn't that bright in this movie. <laughs> he got bright. He got very bright. Well, no, he 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 got hip to his inner self. That was that, that was the whole premise of the movie. Stop being a dickhead, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, and start paying attention to other people and other things around him. But yeah, that, then that also, but then that also constitutes when you do that, you start learning things too. See, I, I well, think- no, I think you can learn things. You you can learn things even by being a selfish asshole, but you don't uh, put any weight to it. I, I feel like he started treating it as a, a prison sentence, where eventually, when he got to the, when he did actually start trying to learn things, that's that's the kind of mentality I think that I would have if I was ever in prison. I'm I'm stuck here. I got to make the best out of this. So. Might as well expand my horizons, do some learning, do some working out, and things that I wouldn't be able to do outside of regular life where I'm I'm stuck here. I have no other options but to either sit here or do something to better myself. And then that's, I think, the option that he ended up taking. If you like this – there's an old movie with Christopher Reeves, you know, Superman. Um, I want to say it's called Somewhere in Time. Okay. Uh, it's a really, really, when I seen it for the first time now, keep in mind, it's an older movie. So you got to like watch the movie. It's not a very fast paced movie. It's probably from like before he was Superman. I want to say, but when he was Clark Kent, the what's that? When he was Clark Kent. No. (laughs) See before Superman. Okay. It's kind of hard (laughs) to remember this, but it's like a time travel type movie. You might hate it. Adam. Okay, but you might like it because the premise of the movie is he runs into a picture and he remembers that person from when he was a boy. Okay, or or something along the lines of that, and he finds a way to hypnotize himself to travel back in time. Oh, the way to do it though, he needs to get rid of everything in that time zone that he's in, that time frame that he's in whatever year he's in and start dressing like he was or like he would have been way back in say like the 1950s or 1930s or something. That sounds a lot like the TV show called Outlander. So he, he changes his dress. He changes everything in the hotel room. He goes to the hotel room where he wants to be. He changes everything. 
and he starts living the life in the past. Like, so he actually time traveled and he meets this woman, the love of his life. And, and I'm not going to ruin, I, I can't spoil it because you're, you're, it, okay. but that, that sounds a lot like, uh, watch it. You're going to like it. It sounds a lot like the, the uh, Owen Wilson movie, which I'm usually not a big fan of. But in this movie called Midnight in Paris, he ends up going to this one square in Paris. That when he walks through it, it transports him back into the time. And he's hanging out with, uh, <coughs> oh, no, the super uh, famous writer guy that he hunted. And he – Hemingway. He ended up hanging out with Hemingway and uh, um, F. Scott Fitzgerald and stuff. And it's, it was, it's, it's a beautiful – Similar kind of thing where he had to go to this one point at a certain time to go back and then live in that time period. And, yeah. Uh, that was beautiful. He was, he was an aspiring actor, I believe, uh, Christopher Reeves was in this movie, and he wanted to go back in time to meet a certain actress. Ah. And he successfully does it, meets the actress, and the mind fuck, oh, no, issue that happens in the movie that brings him back to – the current time just totally mind melts you, oh. you know? And that actress that he met when he went back in time, I, I guess when he goes back into regular time, she's already dead or already gone or something like that. Oh, like the Captain America thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it, dude, it's, I think you'd like the movie, but you, you, I brought it down. I don't know. I don't know you sometimes when it comes to time travel <laughs> movies, dude. Honestly, I wrote Seriously. it down. I, I will check it out. I'm also going to check out Outlander because I, I, I enjoy this concept. The, the concept of this reliving the same thing over and over again is fascinating to me. Uh, that's why I like the Tom Cruise movies because uh, the same. Con- he did it the way that that I would do it if if I was in Groundhog Day, like I was saying. I, I'd redo everything. I, I'd do everything until I found the correct path. Every attempt would be at the ultimate perfect day that he actually so- got at the end. So here's a little uh, another TV show that you might be interested in, but it only is for one episode. <laughs> All right. Okay. So in the TV show Supernatural, the two brothers that play in the show are Sam and Dean. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference is that Sam is like the more logical one, or at least the most like you know educated. Like, sure, let's go with that. And then uh, Dean is the Badass. Yes, for for lack of lesser words, actually, I, I, I would say I would say, I, would, I, would, I I agree with you, but I would say Sam is the book smart, Dean is the street smart. Gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense. All right, let's go with that. Anyways, so what happens in this one the one episode is I'm not going to tell you the whole story, but it's hilarious. So basically, Sam and Dean wake up one morning, and Dean gets killed. Okay, I know but, which one you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> so as soon as Dean dies, the movie the the day starts all over again, like it like from right from the very beginning. So oh. yeah, so it's not so one of the so the thing of it is, is Sam remembers everything, Dean doesn't. Okay, I, I feel like and you, he's the one that dies. I think you brought this up because when we did uh, Happy Death Day, it's the same kind mm-hmm. of concept. When as soon as that girl dies, the day resets. Yes. And Same idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I I seem to think that Adam, if he opened up his um, ability to watch things that we recommend to him, would actually like Supernatural. I I do enjoy it. I I have seen a handful of episodes. I just it, I 
Did you know they have a Scooby-Doo episode? <laughs> the, the problem I have with Supernatural is there's like 70,000 episodes. Is that, is that right? Or no, 45 no, no. seasons? There's, 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 you there's, watch there's, everything of Seinfeld, dude. Come on. Seriously. You watch, <laughs> I watch everything the of Seinfeld. Real time. You watch everything of Friends. Those are mostly in real time. Doctor Who. Okay. That's different. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> You, you you yourself said, uh, you know, you really didn't grab into Doctor Who until after the seventh episode of season one. Right. The okay. Doctor Dances. How many episodes of Supernatural have you seen? Four or five. Yeah. I tell you. I know. It's going to take you seven or eight episodes to really – because here's the thing. Just like Doctor Who, Supernatural is setting everything up. You're getting to know Sam and Dean – and their back history and their backstory, and you're going through these adventures the first seven or eight episodes. Then you start really getting into the story of Sam and Dean. Understood. And then yeah. it becomes. The, and I, the, the problem isn't the show, it's the commitment. It's once I start, because <laughs> I, I know I will get into it and I know I will watch all of it, but uh, it's going to put uh-huh. me behind on everything else in the world because it's going to take months <laughs> to catch up on it and I won't be able to watch anything else. In, in, oh. Isn't that isn't that isn't that perfect then, isn't it, Adam? Yeah. All right. Before this becomes a random extension, let's get back to the movie Groundhog's <laughs> Day. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, so if I was in that situation, I would, like I was saying, I, I I would try to find the perfect day, the perfect blend of what would do. I would also, at the same time, try to find a way to help myself with the. Uh, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably rob the bank, uh, and I'd, I'd probably also try to learn other things. Uh, uh, I don't think ice sculpting would be high on my list. Uh, I think uh, piano and reading, maybe not reading, uh, piano. Uh, French poetry? Maybe. I, th- I think I think the problem that you're thinking of is what would be high on your priority list based on the circumstances. But if you found somebody you are completely interested in getting to know and getting them to know you a lot better – and you found out that they're interested in something. So if you could do the whole what women want and 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 get to know that and hear it ahead of time and do it over and learn this and impress them, I think you would. Yes. So if ice sculpting to be beautiful to them or learning the piano or learning French poetry, because that's what they majored in. This is, this is something I wanted to bring up. Now, the, the – uh... As, as soon as he comes to terms with it, this is like on the fourth day, basically. As, as far as we know, the fourth day. Third day, he has a freak out and he goes all crazy. Way too crazy, in my opinion. But in the, in the fourth day, the first thing he does is he eats a bunch of food. A bunch of food. And then the second thing he does is he starts plotting to sleep with that chick at the diner. So the, the, a lot of his, uh, I guess, drive is then becoming to sleep with uh, his producer. Now, how much is cut out that we don't see because he, he got the first chick at the diner. How <laughs> there's, I'm sure there's a lot of other women in the town that he would have wanted to get to. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of that that we didn't see. Uh, now the, the producer, I, I don't think that that was an attraction to her as a person. It was the only person that he couldn't get. So that's became a fixation. I'm not I sure see he actually likes going. her. I, I think it's, I, it, it was a challenge. Yeah, I see. I see where you're going with that, but I'd I'd also have to add that as he was reliving this day over and over again, and he got the floozies every day because they were easy to get, easy to impress, easy to get back to his room. Right. He found it meaningless. That way, it, it, he didn't necessarily find the producer chick as 
a, a, a test or a challenge, he started to see the meaning in a actual relationship and getting to know somebody and getting to connect with somebody as he kept reliving that day over and over again, he started learning more and more about her, which in his regular life, he didn't give a shit about anybody. But I'm not sure he gave a shit even at this point because he was, he was, he was approaching it in the same way he approached the first floozy where he's like, okay, white chocolate (laughs) check. Don't do that. It was more of a checklist of, all right, this, this, this is, these are the things I need to say to get you in bed. And, and that's, that was the whole thing that it became. But, but he tried that, remember? And then they got to the scenes where he kept getting smacked by her over and over and over again. He kept trying to do things over and over and over again to impress her. And he started getting slapped earlier and earlier in the day by the producer, which I, I, I kind of feel is when he had the epiphany of, oh, my gosh, you know, this, who I am and who I've been is not the type of person I want to be. Okay, that actually doesn't make sense. And and this is something I was thinking about while it was happening. While he started getting slapped again, he had one magical night with her, and he was trying to recreate that by following the same steps that he did before. But you see him kind of struggling with it and going too fast in certain points and forcing too many situations. I, this is how it played out last time, so I'm trying to get it back there, but I'm also trying to get back there as fast as possible. And, and this is something that I encounter with my daughter when we're playing video games. And if we keep dying over doing the same mission over and over again she starts rushing through other parts of it like okay we know how to get to this one part in the mission let's get there as fast as we can so we can figure out how to solve the next hurdle so she ends up rushing through the game and we end up failing a lot more frequently because she's rushing trying to get to that one point that we've already gotten to now it took us a while to get there and it was a slow build but now she's trying to fast forward through the steps, and that's what he was doing. When he, the snowball fight, he's like, ha, ha, I want kids, I want all the kids. <laughs> uh, uh, and he was like, yeah. trying to get, recreate that, that moment that was just, it happened. Uh, he wanted to fast forward through the day and just get to the moment yes. that he felt he messed up on. And that's what ended up getting him slapped because he comes across as disingenuous or disingenuous yes. or whatever, however you're supposed to say that word. Disingenuous. Yeah. So it, it's, that's it, a. Uh, it's, that's a very human thing. I, I appreciated that part of it because I, I, I could see myself having the same kind of frustrations of, okay, I know this works. Let's get there. Let's get there and follow the steps. After relieving the same day over and over again, I failed. It's now 10 p.m. I got to start at 6 a.m. again in the morning. I got to live through a, a whole 14 hours to get back. Let to me take another again. cold shower. <laughs> yeah. It's it's well, it's see that's crazy. a cool thing. You didn't think about this. I just thought about this right now. If he's waking up at six AM every morning, he's waking up fresh every morning. He doesn't have to shower, doesn't you know he's already mm-hmm. apparently he's waking up oh. at six AM like you take a shower the, the night before. Okay. <laughs> but was he able to complete his shower? I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I mean he woke up he he went to jail, fell asleep in jail, woke up. <laughs> Yes, but that goes back to my, my earlier thing. The, the whole part where he goes to jail and wakes up thinking, okay, I'm not in jail. What if that is the day that it went forward and he wakes up in jail? Like, ah, oh, shit. Well, I Why think, I I think at a certain point, his mind just said, fuck it. His mind just said, screw it. I, I don't, that's why, that's why I, I got the impression from him in this movie, his character, that this is never going to end. I'm going to be doing this the rest. Well, 
every day. Not the rest of his life. He he, he figured he was going to be doing this every day. Right. So I, I think at some point after he kept getting slapped and slapped and slapped and he stopped getting everything he wanted by reliving the day over and over again, his mentality, his mindset started to change. Let me make other people's lives better. And I think that's why he got put into this realm to begin with of living the same day over and over again is because he was so selfish. He didn't care about anybody else. And eventually when he got it, he woke up on a new day because he actually started to be a selfless person. Okay. That's, that's another thing that I want to talk to you guys about. I'm, I'm not sure that he actually did change. Oh, all, all the things that he was doing eventually. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I can't, cause he's such a dick. He's such a dick. It, it, from the beginning, we know what an incredible asshole he is. And he seems just untethered by reality. So I think this whole thing was kind of an elaborate, very long term plan to get the girl. All the things he was doing to make himself better at the end were the things that she liked. So it became a, he, he, was, he was approaching her directly of, I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to do all the things and uh, say all the right things. But eventually that's not working. I got to take some action. So I'm going to learn the piano. I'm going to learn all these things. And then by the end of it, the whole town is going to be in love with me and you're going to see, Hey, I should give that guy a chance. And then that's when they sleep together. Or, they they actually didn't sleep together. Well, they they slept together, but they didn't sleep together. They didn't bone. <laughs> right. Got it. Okay. See, this, um, this is what. Okay, one. No, go ahead. See, I was curious about that too, but then I realized to myself, majority of what he was doing, I mean, all the stuff he was doing and training for and everything like that, he was doing everything that he had never done before was pay attention to other people. Have you noticed that? Yeah, I, I did really enjoy the scene. Uh, or the the couple scenes where he was trying to save that old man's life that that pulled at my heartstrings. The 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 thing that I was going to say is is you're looking at it at a different through a different lens. You're looking at it as you, right? Okay, but you got to open your mind up and think maybe he's learning all this stuff because he's as he's learning this stuff, he's realizing that there's more to life than getting the girl. Because I think at that point, when he went to sleep the night before it became the third, he was expecting to wake up and having to be 6 a.m. waking up in the bed by himself. He wasn't trying to get the girl anymore. He was trying to do what's right for everybody in the town and be the person that he had become. And it became easy for him because his mindset has changed, which is why when he finally woke up and it was February 3rd, he was surprised. Yeah. And the night before he didn't try anything with her. He fell asleep and she wanted him to, but he didn't. Right. It's also, because he was like, what can I do for you today? And she's like, well, there's a lot you can do for me today. Hey, finger in the hole of the thumb, you know, like, and then he's like, Hey, they're gone. And then they go out and then he's like, Man, his life has changed. He's like, yeah. I want to move here. I want to yeah. live here. Right. I mean, like, you look at it. Remember what he says on the third day? He says, it's so beautiful. He's coming to understanding that he's not looking 
at an introspective. He's not looking at himself anymore and what he can get out of people. He's looking at the beauty of what outside has to show him because he's learned what other people actually have to show him that whatever it is that he doesn't have, at least at the very beginning, like a respect for other people, uh, a sense of, uh, kinship with other people, stuff like that. Because every time before that, it was all about him, whatever he wanted. It didn't matter what everyone else had. Yeah. At the be- at, at the beginning, the first half of the movie that he started living this day over and over again, it's like he was trying to manipulate everybody else yep. and manipulate time and manipulate the situation. And, after he kept getting smacked over and over and over again earlier and earlier uh, in the, in the day with the producer, I think something flipped and he's like, instead of manipulating everybody else, he started to manipulate himself. He started to find the inner part of him. What do I want to learn? What do I want to, I've got this endless day, this day that happens over and over and over again. What could I do? to better myself, to be a better person. And I don't see that he was trying to do it to get the girl. I felt he was trying to do it because he started to realize every day he lived that day over and over again to be a better person. He's trying to manipulate himself now. Not to mention most of the stuff that he did towards the end of the film, he didn't do it with uh, under, with the knowledge knowing that she would find out this is just from because he didn't force any of it to happen for her to be in certain spots. Remember? Okay, I, I I will concede that by the end of the movie, it was it was for him, and it, he I, I think there was a turning point where he did start doing it for himself. But initially, all of it was to get the girl because in in the conversation they had, uh, I think in the, in the diner, what's your perfect man? Uh, she was saying stuff like, uh, he's well-read, uh, he plays an instrument, so he starts learning piano, he starts reading up on things. So initially, that was his drive. I need to fill all these check marks that she gave of what her perfect man is. I think along the way, he found something outside about himself, but initially, the drive was, I need to be this man convincingly to her, so I'm going to take on the piano, I'm going to take on this, the reading and everything. I will, I will combat you in... in- telling you that in that scene i know exactly what scene you were you're talking about um i think in his mind that is the person he wanted to be yeah i'm so but close he wasn't i'm so close on not all necessarily that he believed he was that person um but in his mind that is the person he wanted to be not necessarily for her, but as she was saying that, he's like, that, that's, that's me. Maybe that's how he thought he was being, but that's not how he was coming across. A lot of people think, oh, no, I'm a sweet guy. No, you're a dick. <laughs> you know? You're a dick in like, chief's clothing. <laughs> uh, uh, people, people say, oh, no, I'm a, I'm a good guy. Oh, I'm a great guy. No, dude, you're in jail every other few weeks you know like you're not a good guy you you don't follow the laws you you treat women like shit you know like but you you look at yourself as a good guy because you think that's what a good guy is and in that moment he's probably like well what do you mean i I like this oh that's me you're describing me you're describing me in his mind yeah but then as the movie goes on he realizes oh no no that's that's man i'm a dick you know, okay. I need to I need to culture myself. I need to learn the piano. Uh, you know, wow, maybe I found meaning in French poetry. You know, I learned French. I know what the fuck they're saying now. So maybe <laughs> that strings a chord, hits a chord. You know, and 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 then it just waterfalls from there. You know, he starts 
wow, if I learned this and I felt this about myself, what if I did this? What if I did this? These people need help. I have the ability to live in the hero role and not be the badass victim. Let me see if I can become the uh, guide eventually. So here's something actually that you guys were talking about over, but I, I think a bunch of you guys missed this. Oh, a bunch of so, us. So, yeah. Okay. Remember at the end how you were watching, we were watching him play the piano for everybody and everything like that, right? Yep. yep. And remember how at the end you see two women standing up there. One is the love interest. The other one's the piano teacher. Yes. So here's my little question. Oh, I think I'm on the same way like this. You go for it. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he got so good, how on the same day did he still become the piano teacher student? Yes. When he's already that good. Absolutely. I had the same thought because when we were, when I was, I was watching with Annie and she was saying, Oh, is that the piano teacher standing in front? Like, yes, it is. And then uh, she was saying, like, that's amazing, but she has no idea that she taught him these things. Like, mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. she says, oh, this is my student. Oh, so she, he went into lessons that day. He had to have gone into lessons for that day. He came he in. must I, have. It's I, the only way, yeah. Yeah, I need lessons. All right, what do you got? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Yeah. Or he went into <laughs> lessons that day, and on that particular February 2nd that he relived, he went to lessons really early, and he picked up very quickly and progressed throughout the day. But then, he has that manipulating type of mind that he'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm getting this and blah, 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 you know, and, and fool. I mean, you think about the beginning of the movie, he fooled so many people. Yeah. But if he did that, that would take up his, a lot of the day. He wouldn't have been able to save the guy from choking, catch the kid, save the wedding, uh, hijack the car. If that was the day... That he that he did all that stuff. He could have done all that in like four hours. He could have, or he could have gone to that lesson that day and said, "Yeah, I've played the piano before. I've taken lessons for several years, but I really want to fine tune my piano playing." And I heard you're the best. Oh, that's a nice manipulation. This, this is this is this is what I know so far. What can you teach me? Okay, so come in acting kind of dumb, like. I have skill, but there's one thing I'm missing. How do I fix it? And here's that one thing. Now I'm amazing. Now I'm the teacher. I taught you how to. I taught you how to open up and let loose. Okay. I taught you how to feel the music. You knew how to play the keys. You knew how to do this, but you didn't know how to feel the vibrations, feel the music. Yeah. You can play and it. And go with the flow. You can play it well, but there's no heart in it. Now here, put some heart exactly. into it. Exactly. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I like it. I like it. Let's see what else do I have here. Oh, the uh, I love type. I love these type of movies, by the way, where you've got to fill in the blanks, right? Because I have a, a, a weird, keen ability to fill in the blank, okay, and just go with that. And and in, in, me and you are opposite, Adam, because you're like they didn't tell us that. So what the what the <laughs> hell? How does that happen? You know, you know, it, it, it depends yeah, on the movie. It, it has to be in the movie or it doesn't make sense. Or it has to be at least semi implied. Uh, exactly. So it, I guess it could have been implied, but, but, but your explanation is, is not implied at all. This is speculation that makes sense. And okay, I buy it. Now I can move on. Uh, now they, they, they didn't have a lot of time to put all the stuff in there. And a lot of movies don't have the time to do that without, um, a, a, a huge, crazy, uh, 
Oh no, what's that word? Exposition. They, without exposition, it becomes sloppy. So, but it, it is nice. Let's see what else. I have, I have another note. Uh, Michael Shannon. Does that name ring a bell? Not really. He he plays. Uh, he was in Boardwalk Empire. Uh, he was he was a bad guy. He was anyway. I, I spotted the 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 bride that he saved the the couple that he saved. The husband was Michael Shannon, which I was very excited. Like that looks like that guy from that thing, and I looked it up. It is that guy from that thing. It's uh oh, damn it. When you have a chance to make sure, look up uh, Michael Shannon. You'll 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 recognize the guy. Let's see what else. Oh, okay. Uh, what, what is it? Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon. Yes, Michael Shannon. As you try to distract me with the video conferencing, uh, I realize that that is your muscle, your arm, and not your actual butt. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got something propping up my phone okay. to make sure it doesn't fall down, and it's blocking the other screen. So okay. when Adam's talking, I see Adam. I don't see the other screen. Of <laughs> Maestro's lightsaber swinging in the wind. All right, consider yourself lucky. Uh, the, on, <laughs> this is for you, Adam. On this, <laughs> on this final day, when he's giving his news report, every single news channel has their mics on him. Why? <laughs> he's give, he's giving a great speech, but and and even the mayor's involved. Did, did he? Just come up on stage. Hey, I'm gonna about to give a fantastic speech. You're all gonna want to hear. And everybody said, "Okay, here's the mics." That that's something that for us watching, we understand that he's learned and he's building and he's gonna say something great. But for the people in that town, they have no idea who this guy is. Why are they giving him all this attention? Why why is the I, I, mayor behind him? I don't him? think I don't think they necessarily don't know who he is. But also in that scene before he made that speech. If you recall, he walks up with donuts and coffee for the producer and the camera guy. And he goes, hey, no, no, let me carry that stuff. It's heavy. You know, I'll, I'll carry it. I, I've got an inside bird that told me that over here is the best shot, which happened to be right in the middle of everything. But what, what was so it? He wanted to be it? right in the middle of everything because he had an epiphany and realized I've been a dick. I need to do this right. And that's fine, but there are other news organizations. He's Channel, I think, 9, and you see Channel 13, Channel 2. They all have their mics on him like, oh, oh, he's giving a great speech. It's like the President of the United States coming out. we got to hear what he has to say. That happened no other day. He's from Pittsburgh. This is a freaking podunk town. He's from Pittsburgh. He's Channel 9 in Pittsburgh. These guys could be Channel 13 in some other podunk town. You know, but in no other version of this reality did anybody give a shit that he was there, or were like, "Oh, hey, that guy, that guy that does the news thing." We gotta go see what he has to say. Except for can that I, one guy. Can I ask you? Did that destroy this movie for you, Adam? <laughs> no, it did not. But the, 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 I did write down things with spoilers goggles on that I needed to address. Like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> doesn't destroy the movie. It's just one of those like, okay, that's uh, that's a thing oh, to bring so it's up. like a, it's like a Jurassic Park. We we saw so many things in Jurassic Park. Exactly. One of our first movies is in the archives. You can go look it up. It is. Um it's a great movie and it it's still one of our favorite movies. Yeah. But we picked it apart. Yes. But it had no bearings on what we felt about that movie. Exactly right. And that's what I'm doing now. Uh last thing I want to bring up before we get to the end cuz we're uh running long here. The when when the perfect day happens, and the next morning, we are now February third. We are past Groundhog's Day, or Groundhog Day, uh, whatever you, this proper conjugation. 
he wakes up next to uh, Rita, and everything is fantastic. He has spent with her as long as he has been in, the, in this town. How many times he's repeated this day? So he has a very deep connection with her. She spent 24 hours with the guy. Not even 24 hours. 18, 16 hours with the guy, and now she is completely infatuated. It's, it's as if they spent all that time together. That's a, that's, that's a very short amount of time to develop that strong of a connection, especially since we know her morals from the beginning of the movie are, mm, I shouldn't do that. We shouldn't do that. We should take it slow. She, at the end, she went, she went plaid. <laughs> she, it was the, very the fast. The thing is, though, is I feel like the day he showed up with coffee and donuts and wanted to carry this stuff, in my mind, I, didn't, I don't feel like he was trying to impress her to get her. And the reason why I feel that way is because that the rest of the day he was busy saving everybody and doing everything else. He wasn't with her. Okay. Yes. She was like to the cameraman, Hey, let's go get Phil so we can go to the party. And somebody goes, Oh, Phil, he's, he's already at the party. That's when it started to click in her mind. Wow. He's not who I thought he was. I'm, I'm getting this. I, I guess I never really knew who he was before. I never paid attention to who he was before. He's not the guy I thought he was. And she felt an in- instant connection. So let me ask you, Adam, you don't believe at all in love at first sight. I do not. Okay. <laughs> I believe in infatuation at first sight or lust at first sight. But, but that cannot grow to anything else. That cannot grow to love. It can, but it's not love at first sight. It's interesting. Um, okay. It's, it's not, I love you from the moment I saw you. That's impossible. And that's a ridiculous concept. Okay. But the, 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 the moment she saw him was in the morning. No, she saw him back in Pittsburgh and it was like, Oh, exactly. Dick. Exactly. So it wasn't love at first sight that, you know, grew not at first sight, but over, even if it's a matter of 16, 18 hours, she got to know who this guy really was without talking to him at all. Though. Even at the end of the night, he didn't try to bang her. See, and that's another thing I have a problem with. Even when they spent a, a whole night together talking and developing a deep connection, she was saying no. In this version of the reality, they barely talked until the end because, of the night. Uh, no, you don't know that. Yes, no, because she was, he was busy. the end of the party and him waking up in the morning. Right. That's, that's, a, that's, that's like a four-hour window maybe. Yeah, but they could have gone back to the hotel room and just sat Talk. there and chit-chat and you know, BSed for hours and hours and hours and had endless conversation and eventually fell asleep. And then the alarm went off at 6 o'clock like normal, and it was a different song, so and in, he knew something was different. So in, in that four hours of conversation, he made more headway than in an entire day. Of You're assuming very it was four articulated. hours. Okay. Uh, the latest, Eight hours. The latest he ever stayed up was 4, 4 a.m. Uh, let's say the party was 9 or 10. Maybe they left the party at 10. So okay. that's six hours. Okay. Six hours. Fine. Before, when they were on a date, it was starting at lunch even, and then it went on to the night where you got that perfect moment with the snowball fight, and there was, there was a connection, but it was all orchestrated by him to say the perfect things. In this case, we're now shortening that window down by at least half, and he made more headway in that half period than he did in the entire day. Have, but he wasn't trying. 
He wasn't trying to get into her pants. He wasn't trying to do any of that. Have you never been more infatuated with somebody who wasn't trying to get into you? Uh, well, for and me- just having conversation <laughs> and getting to know some, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, yeah, but yeah, no, having to having, getting to know somebody and be more interested in you and not getting into your pants. Have you ever been more intrigued and more willing and more wanting because of that personality trait? Because, because you're feeling more like they're not just trying to get into my pants. They're actually trying to get to know who I am. I'm actually getting to know who he is. I'm more and more intrigued because I know more and more. Yeah, I can't relate to that. That's, <laughs> that's so sorry. you always just try to get in their pants. No, no, no. I'm, I'm always the guy that's I interested. I knew it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm always the guy that's showing genuine interest. And even then, it takes years for the relationship to blossom. You know this about me. I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the long game guy. I, I, I'm never I, I, the one night stand. I'm never the initial hookup. All, 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 if not, well, most, if not all of my girlfriends have been a very long work in progress. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a long game guy too, but I like to get to know somebody. And to be quite honest with you, in a matter of a few hours, I can tell if this person is going to be the one I have that connection with. Yeah, see, uh, <laughs> I can too. Uh, it's not always reciprocated. <laughs> it takes them years to realize, oh, that's the guy I want to have a connection with. <laughs> Even though I'm it doing takes them many more mistakes or what? Because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing all the right things. I, I, I am, I am interested in you as a person. I am not pushing anything outside of I want to get to know you. And then a couple years later, we have a relationship. That's the, that's how it works uh, for me. I, I'm not pushing anything against you. I really want to get to know you because eventually, I want to put. I, I uh, want to lay in bed with you. <laughs> right. Yes. And it, it takes years uh, or uh, at least multiple months uh, for, for that to work for me. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely not a six-hour window, even a 12-hour window. <laughs> no. You had me at hello. <laughs> uh, so it's it, – uh, okay. That's uh, closing thoughts on the movie. Uh, anything else you want to bring up in the movie that we haven't brought up already? Maestro. Let's see. She's okay. Um, so I actually, uh, to, to be quite honest, I paid a lot of attention to this movie, but it didn't come out as far as how much I actually was paying attention to this movie <laughs> until, until the podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, be because I watched, you know, intently and I, and there was many episodes throughout the movie where I was like, Oh, that's like what women wants, or that's like fifty first dates, or that's like this type of movie. And blah. So, it, it, to me, it seemed like a culmination of a bunch of different movies put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I love Bill Murray. Yeah, <laughs> Bill Murray's badass. You know, yep. I, I think all around he's a great guy. I mean, when you go back to his Netflix or what with that one special where he was surprising people, yes. you know, and, and stuff like that. Which he was that's not involved type- in that documentary at all by the way he was not even part of that documentary it was all footage yeah. of him that was it was a beautiful I, I, thing i get it but that's the type of guy bill murray is yes he's, he's great. he in general is a very selfless guy i think he just likes to make people happy yeah you I, know i agree and and that's how i see bill murray so i love watching him play that asshole ghostbusters uh you know groundhog day type yeah. jerk you know uh, I just think he's a multi-talented person. It's hard to watch him in a serious role because of 
all the fun roles he's played. I yep. mean, e- even if you think of the uh, cameo in Zombieland, you know, he's like, <laughs> oh, no, you know, I mean, yeah. stuff like that. It's it's uh, Bill Murray's amazing. I I think Bill Murray's is is the guy at the end of this movie. He is a great, genuine guy, very selfless. Agreed. So to see him play a selfish asshole at the beginning of this movie was it, it was kind of cool. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, also, it, if you consider it this way as well, have you heard of the stories about um, how uh, – remember how you, you, people have sightings of Bill Murray? Yeah. You know? Yeah, we just finished talking about that uh, documentary on Netflix. Uh, we, we lost Mason's connection for a second, but uh, you're back now. So Yeah. And now your face is a dog. I gotta stop doing this video podcast with you. <laughs> it's distracting. What, dude? I don't really think that's appropriate for you to describe him like that, dude. Come on, man. I thought <laughs> I thought I knew you better than that, Adam. Oh, is that Seriously, just your face? I oh. haven't changed. I'm the same. I mean, he's 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 still big and cuddly. He's like a big teddy bear. It's confu- yeah. It's confu- look at my beard. See my beard. It's it's confusing that you're able to talk with your tongue out like that. That's that's the. Uh, I was talking my tongue out. Talking about? I mean, dude, come on. Why do you think you get slobbery all over the place? All right. right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> for the people that can't see this, I'm going to move this uh, show along. Uh, I, I was watching this with Annie, and she also loves Bill Murray. And she, it took her a while to warm up to this movie for the same reason we were talking about, where he was he was a, a, a big dick in the beginning part of it. Um, I would say maybe about a six inch dick is, is about the size he was, uh, and Annie was not having it for a while. The, 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 she said uh, the, the, the scene where he goes to get piano lessons for the first time and he says the teacher hey I'll pay you a thousand dollars to teach you right now and she the piano teacher throw the little girl out the window <laughs> or not out the window out the door she laughed out loud and said that's the first time I laughed this entire movie and then by the end of it she was laughing very hard hold on, hold on. Oh, what's going on we, we lost Cowboy's camera you didn't miss anything yeah, no, I, I believe it. Uh, I was measuring myself. I understood. I, I, I don't I, measure up. By the sounds of the uh, tape coming in and out, I, I, I figured what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> like a six-inch dick. You saw that? I'm so happy yeah. for you. All right. So for her to see Bill Murray in this, in this kind of dick role was unsettling for her, I think. And, uh-huh. But then once it got past that, then it became entertaining. Once she got that first laugh out and was able to see Bill Murray in the Bill Murrayness. Of the Bill Murray uh-huh, uh-huh. ism, uh, then it became, and then the rest of the movie she was laughing. So it was the beginning part where Bill Murray was not being Bill Murray. I think was difficult for her, uh, and then the last part where Bill Murray was being Bill Murray is like, all right, here we go. Now we're good. Okay, that makes sense. All right, so those are our final thoughts of the uh, movie. Mayshire, do you want to say anything else? I think this was a pretty good movie, well thought out. Some parts, uh, I was a little bit iffy about how they were able to do the continuity, but overall, I think this is well done. Okay, very good. I'm going to move on as if I can't see what Mesh is doing on his camera. Uh, so, like I said at the <laughs> top of the show, we have lots of opinions with zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics and the audience. So this is going to be a Rotten Tomatoes game we're going to play in just a minute. But first, I'm going to give you reviews. Let's start with the top critics. We're going to do top critics good reviews first. This is from Stanley Kaufman from The New Republic. Murray, more often than not, is pretty unbearable. But here, playing a man who is unbearable, Murray begins convincingly, amusingly, and gets even more amusing as he 
metaphorizes, metaf- metamorphosizes, metamorphosis. That's a long, crazy word. So, so that was supposed to be a good review, but it seems like he doesn't like Bill Murray, but even then he still liked the movie. So that's, that's good. Uh, I don't know how you don't like Bill Murray. Kind of a-hole. All right, uh, Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader. Considering that none of the characters are fresh or interesting, it is a commendable achievement that the quality of the storyline, of the storytelling alone, keeps the movie watchable and likable. Uh, another weird good review. But it is a good review nonetheless. All right, now, bad reviews from the top critics. I found none... There are no bad reviews on Rotten Tomatoes from the top critics for this movie. Okay, sounds good. So, based on that, what is your Rotten Tomatoes guess for the tomato meter or the tomatometer, as I like to call it? Um, can I can I hear the reviews first? We just we just did the reviews. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> in a nutshell, the good reviews were. Uh, they said it was kind of bad, but also good. The bad reviews oh. were not there. There was no bad reviews. Oh, from the. <laughs> I gotta work on this connection. I think. <laughs> no, I was just drinking. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> so, tomato meter. What do you think the top critics rated this movie? Considering there four were four tomatoes. Four tomatoes. Oh, that's not how it works. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. I, you know what? I didn't explain that. This is the Rotten Tomatoes game. I'm going to have you guys guess the score based on its Rotten Tomatoes scoring system. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. We're doing critics first. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh. 85 and up is certified fresh. So I was I was unclear of the meter. Sorry. Okay. That's why I said four tomatoes. Understood. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so the critics, what do you think their rating was from 0 um, to 100? I'm going to say uh, 89. I will go for an even 65. Oh, 60. Wow. Even based on the non, no bad reviews. That's not an even number, dude. Bold choice. I know, right? <laughs> I'm going to go with an even 65. Oh, I mean, odd 65. <laughs> well, the critics rate this at certified fresh at 96%. Ooh. That might be one of the higher rankings we have on, on spoilers so far. All right, now let's do hey, that. I won that one. <laughs> right, we didn't tie this week. We didn't tie this week. All right, now let's do the audience. Good reviews and bad reviews from the audience. Now, the good reviews, these are five-star reviews, just so you know. All right, this is from Isidore H. Out of how many stars? hundred? <laughs> Out of five stars. Oh, so they're fresh <laughs> yes. stars. Yes, that's why they're in the good review category. Uh, oh. Bill Murray is great in this film that manages to be both gut-bustingly funny and deeply emotional at different times. Most of the acting is okay, but its strength lies in the script and the direction it takes with being both family-friendly and some crude humor thrown in. That's a good review. Here's another one from Mark J. Divine... Oh, divine. Diving right into the plot without trying to explain... <laughs> <laughs> And I thought I was drinking. I've, I've had a few as well. Let's all just relax. Uh, diving right into the plot without trying to explain the fiction behind it. Bill Murray gives us all what we need. And more. The groundhog may not appear too often, but for that, you need to watch 
Caddyshack. <laughs> I think that was a gopher, but all right. <laughs> I see. I see the correlation there. Yes. Actually, that, that was going to be in trivia later. That no, 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 the, no, the initial no, script no, 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 was no, no, Bill Murray no, no. trying to find the gopher or the um, yeah, no, what, ugh. whatever, the groundhog in its lair. But they decided that's too much like Caddyshack, so let's just have them steal them. <laughs> Bonus trivia. All right, those are the good reviews from the audience. Now these are the bad reviews from the audience. Now these bad reviews are two stars and two and a half stars. So even then it's not a one star. So these are the worst reviews that they had. This is from Russ S. Murray was decent in it, but it is far from his funniest role. And while the premise was good, it got annoying seeing the same thing after a while. The chemistry between Murray and uh, McDowell is non-existent and McDowell's forced Southern accent and flat acting is painful. Seeing the same thing over and over again is what made the movie so awesome. That, that is that is exactly what the movie is about. Seeing the same thing over and over again is what made the movie awesome. That's exactly <laughs> what we're talking about. Seeing the same thing over and over again is what made the movie awesome. That's exactly what we're talking about. Lena exactly. L. He has a review as well. This is another two-star review. <laughs> Two out of five. I'm not sure if this was entertaining at the time. Now, just good enough as background noise. Bill Murray. So annoying. Although he did have a decent plan going on. I think she feels about Bill Murray like I feel about Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Come on, guys. Whoa. Oh, wait, that's Keanu Reeves. All right. <laughs> what so, the hell? I, like, I don't know. I feel like he does that as well. Face. What oh. in Zeus's butthole? <laughs> All right. Come on. We, we have a lot of Nicolas Cage movies in the archives. If you want to check out our spoilers archives, a lot of Nick Cage movies in there. All right, so those are the good reviews and bad reviews from the audience. What do you think the audience rated this movie on a scale of 1 to 100? Ooh. Go ahead, make sure I'll let you go first. Even you 70. up the first time. So. Mm. I'm going to say 81. 81. This is another certified fresh with 88%. Wow. Ooh. This movie is loved by all... All right. Wow. This one's going to be interesting because there's not a whole lot of characters in this movie. Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this movie. We have decided we love these guys and they make movies better, so we usually like to put them in to movies to make them better. Now, this movie is already pretty great. So, who would you put in as Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman? Or would you not put them in at all? You you want to go first, Cowboy? Uh, I I didn't even think about this one. Holy (laughs) shit. This happens every single time. You you go. Maybe you'll inspire me when, with when your Mario say. with your Mario Brothers hat. When Hollywood, right. when Hollywood either that or Fred Durst. Uh, let's go with Mario. When, when Hollywood was running the show and he was doing the script and he every time we got to the Paul G. Martin Gary Oldman bit, I had the same reaction the Cowboy just had. Like, oh damn it, I forgot to think about that. <laughs> <laughs> and even now, it's as the a, part of the show I don't think of at all. Uh, right? Somehow it eludes us, but it's also fun to play. <laughs> Completely eludes me. Do do you have uh, any thoughts, Maestro? All right, I do actually. Um, For Paul Giamatti, I was going to take out Phil. Oh, Bill Murray? No, 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 Phil. Phil is Bill Murray. Oh, the the groundhog himself? No, no, not Phil. Uh, Not Bill Murray. The Larry. 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 Sorry, Larry. Yeah, Chris Elliott. Yes, Mm -hmm. Chris Elliott. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Because mm -hmm. I, I feel like it was very. I know this is like a earlier film for him, but. He was a little flat for most of the film. 
this may be controversial. I think Chris Elliott is flat in everything he does. I do not. Yes. I do not like him at all. And that what? is the character. He is a typical uh, typecast character. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, we need a character that's like this. Ah, yeah, Elliot. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like right. him. I, I have not seen him in a single movie that I enjoy. Mm. Yeah. No. So yes, I agree. Absolutely. To disagree. Paul. Hey, that's a question. Can you agree to disagree? If you can agree to disagree, yeah. Is it possible to disagree to agree? I don't. Oh. Um, that means you just continue arguing, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Until you uh, disagree, yeah. you are already agreeing to disagree. <laughs> That's the baseline. Or you're <laughs> disagreeing to agree. That means you're continuing arguing. Right, yeah. So that, that, that's, how the, that's how the argument starts. You're disagreeing to agree. Until you get to the point where you agree to disagree or just agree agree, it's still What if you don't get there? Then you continue to disagree to agree. Right. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? Sure. <laughs> I, I had somebody tell me, I won't tell you who, we agree to disagree. And I said, I d- disagree to agree. And she's like, that doesn't make sense. No, like, no. It, that, that It makes completely sense. Absolutely. Both parties need to agree to disagree in order for you to agree to disagree. One person can't say agree to disagree. And this other person says, I also agree to disagree. Otherwise, you're still exactly. disagreeing. <laughs> Uh, oh you just go back God. to your separate corners, you spit in the bucket, and you take some water in, and you fix your cuts, and you come back out swinging. Right. I need some of that brisk. They keep ringing that bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. You can do better than that. All right. Okay. Hey, all. <laughs> all right. So, hey, Paul Drin. G- hey, Drin. <laughs> give me something to drink. Um, oh, shit. You got that? <laughs> so, Paul Giamatti's Chris Elliott. How about Oldman? Does he fit in here? Uh, uh, maybe the mayor. And see, I was thinking the mayor is more Paul Giamatti. Uh, that's because they have the similar body type. Yeah, exactly. I was typecasting. I, I would like. Oh. To, I would like to see Gary Oldman as a life insurance sales guy. Oh, <laughs> man. Uh, that guy did such a good job he, at that, though, dude. He did. He wow. really did. I would not. I would not take him out. It's he only, was that annoying fuck yeah. that you don't want to run into all the time. <laughs> it's you it's, cannot. You cannot oh, replace him. I'm part. sorry. That was yeah. my favorite part when the guy came up like, you remember me? And he's like, he gives, oh, yeah. They give a long, long uh, yes. uh, tender hug. Doesn't that sound familiar? It does sound. It's, that's a very major move. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Let's go on to trivia. Based on that, I'm going to skip to a different part of the trivia here. Uh, let's see. Oh, no. Where is it? Oh, here he goes. According to director Harold Ramey, Ramis, Harold Ramis, most of the time. Oh, no. Oh, who cares? I'll do this one anyway. Most of the time when he tried to explain the scene to Bill Murray, Murray would interrupt and ask, just tell me, good Phil or bad Phil? <laughs> who am I supposed to be this time? Uh, let's see. Harold Ramis directed the kids in the snowball fights to hit Bill Murray as hard as they could. Bill Murray responded by throwing snowballs back as hard as he could. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, originally, Harold Ramis wanted Tom Hanks to play the lead role. Makes sense. But he decided against it because Hanks is, quote-unquote, too nice. Yes, um, I agree. All right. I, I can't, I, especially after seeing Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, I cannot see Tom That's Hanks it. playing an asshole. Right. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a little rough. I mean, like the most I can actually see Tom Hanks being an asshole is in like Funny Farm. Oh, never saw that one. Oh, it's pretty funny. It's on a farm. 
Yep. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Lots of animals. On, on the DVD, Hale Ramis states that the original idea was for Phil to live February 2nd for about 10,000 years. Later he, later, he says that Phil probably lived the same day for about 10 years. So 10 years is how Samsonite. many times he did this over and over again. Christ. Can you imagine? No, I cannot. <laughs> now, again, on, on the heels of that, there are exactly 38 days depicted in this film, either partially or in full. So we only saw 38 days in the course of this movie, but it was 10 years. I told you it would take a lot longer than what was seen to learn and remember Absolutely. and go over all that stuff over and over again. I know, exactly. Because like for me, I play the piano and... It took a long time to get that good. Yeah. I do like the idea of the 10,000 hours. Cause isn't that the uh, Malcolm Gladwell thing? It takes no, not 10,000 hours. It's 3,650. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, is that misquoted? Constantly? 10 years. I, th- I thought 10,000 hours is how to become a master at anything. Okay. Huh? Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Can you get to be a master at this show? Uh, no. <laughs> that would be uh, if there, if it was ten thousand hours, it'd be over tw- almost twenty eight years. Yeah, and also uh, as much experience as I gain doing these over and over again, you also have to add in. I'm also drinking half the time, so that's kind of bringing back the uh, the learning curve. Dude, you're such a newbie. You're only drinking half the time. <laughs> I, I drink all the time during these things. Yeah, you don't have to run the that's show. How I get through it? Less pressure. All right. Here's the here's the one. I was, what do you know about pressure? This is the, the last one I'm going to say now is the one I wanted to bring up at the beginning, and this one's uh, mostly for Mayshore sure now. Oh, in the penultimate encounter between Connors and the annoying insurance salesman Ned Ryerson, <laughs> Bill Murray was ad libbing when he tells Ned, "I don't know where you're headed, but can you call in sick?" <laughs> <laughs> and that's what causes Ned to run away. That was ad libbed. That sounds that like something Mayshore sure would do. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> that means something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how held up to its peers. The budget for this film is an estimated $14.6 million. Based on everything we've said so far tonight, what do you think the total worldwide gross is in the box office? I want to say Bill Murray is kind of known worldwide. Okay. Let me uh, chime in here real quick. There is no foreign box office. So this oh. is only for the U.S. Before you just that fucked my world. I know. As I wanted to put that in before you decided. Oh, But you said worldwide, I, blah, blah, blah. I, I so I was like. This was not released, I guess, worldwide. Okay. Only in the U.S. So what do you think this is? Because nobody else knows what the fuck Groundhog's Day is. That's probably true. That is definitely an American-made holiday. It has to be. (laughs) 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 Oh, hey, we get six more weeks of winter because some fucking animal saw a shadow. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we we make a bunch of shit, dude. Do you get those like, uh, today is International Toilet Paper Day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Cupcake Day, Donut Day, Tortilla Day. They have a day for everything. Ugh. (laughs) This is very upsetting. Anyway, so fourteen point wow. six million was the budget. How much did it gross in the U.S. at the box 14. office? 14.6? That's the budget, yeah. Well, now I know there's not a worldwide box office mm-hmm. uh, or a foreign box office because those guys don't know what groundhogs are. 
Is there is the groundhogs only like an American thing or what? <laughs> uh, I'm sure they have. They don't have groundhogs anywhere else. They have to have them in other places. I, I don't think. I'm sure they got Chuck E. Cheese with whack a mole or something. You know, right? But they don't celebrate groundhogs like we do here. <laughs> Well, they ask because we're fucking America. Yeah, we're America. America. You know, we celebrate. Mm. Oh, God. What, what do you think, guys? Um, 14.6 million. <laughs> yes. Um, I want to say 52 million. All right, 52. What do you got, Maestro? I'm what probably way off. Oh, I won the first two, so I can't lose to Maestro. All right. Oh, uh, let's go with 70. 70. All right. In the U.S., this grossed $70.9 million. You get both showcases, Maestro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maestro is looking that up, by the way, everybody. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. As he's showing pictures from us in high school. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, these videos. All right. This, <laughs> this film debuted on February 14th, 1993, with $12.5 million. It it debuted on Valentine's Day. What's more romantic than learning the girl interest some and bitch to sleep with you. <laughs> <laughs> Finding a way to play all your cards right so that you can eventually Well, when you have out. a save point, you can go back to that <laughs> point every time. All right. This film debuted or this film uh, not debuted. It was the twelfth highest grossing film in nineteen ninety three. Number one that year was a movie we already talked about on the podcast today. Uh, we talked about it today? It Stargate? Was, it was also the very first spoilers episode. It was released. Jurassic uh, Park. It is Jurassic Park. All right. That was 1993's Groundhog's, Groundhog Day, directed by Harold Ramis. Check out our website, radpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. You hey, also- I'm tired of being the only person who supports the show. Oh. So, <laughs> you all fools out there, you need to do something that I do all the time. You put your shit in the cart on Amazon, okay? <laughs> but before you go to the cart and you pit purchase, you go to ratpack.productions. You go to the banner at the bottom, you click on the banner, it goes to the stupid Amazon app in your phone, to your account, your shit's still there in the cart, you click on the cart, you click buy, and you help us out. Can you help a brother out, please? That was the most aggressive ad read we've ever had. (laughs) That was on the fly. Thank you. Because I'm pretty fly for a white guy. (laughs) (laughs) You're white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dude, so we are- <laughs> just from the waist up. <laughs> Another way to help the show is if you go on uh, Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show on uh, on there. Give us five stars or whatever. Uh, if you leave a review and a recommendation, that movie goes to the top of our list and watch it for anything else. Especially right now is a good time to do it because – we're picking movies out of thin air. So give us your suggestions and we'll do them pretty, pretty quick. So next week, we're going to do, we're continuing with what we're trying to sped, uh, spread, pro, uh, spread, oh, bah, sped. Hey, you're getting me excited with this spread. Sped positivity. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
spread positivity. Uh, yeah. It's late in the show. We're going to another positive movie. We usually do bad My movies. My favorite type of movie. Yes. This is a movie that I think a lot of people have not heard about. They should have known about it. This movie actually exists because of a writer's strike that was happening at the time. Deadpool. It's a musical. It's a musical. It is no, a musical. It's a musical. Oh. It started off as a web series. It was released uh, a part at a time, and it is now a full movie that you can watch. And Street it's Fighter. No. No. There's fighting in it. There are superheroes. Kind of. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> nope. No. Nope. This has NPH in the leading role. Also known Neil as Neil Are we talking about Dr. Horrible? Dr. Horrible's no. Sing Along Blog. We're going to be singing along. Yes. I play, I play this music all the time. My daughter and I do the duet <laughs> uh, with, the, uh, with Neil Patrick Harris and Felicia, Felicia Day. We, we, we sing the... Uh, the uh, oh, no. A man. That horse? No, no. A man's not <laughs> No, damn it. Uh, the hammer song? No, the... the um, uh, look look around we're living with the lost and found you know the same <laughs> you bastard just, at just staring like, at me how funny. dare you <laughs> <laughs> by the way I'm not sure why I sang the female part just now it's great y'all need to see the video because everybody's just looking at him blank as he's singing like oh, I have no idea what you're talking about what uh-huh. how dare you you chose this movie Cowboys <laughs> You know what? Let me just show you my nipple. Oh, all right. Moving on. Uh, so next next week, we're going to do Dr. Horrible Sing-Along Blog. Yes. I'm, I'm actually not sure where you can find it, or it should be available somewhere. Somewhere. If, if not, this is this is worth a purchase. If three, four, or five dollars, <laughs> buy it online. It's, it's 100% worth your time. And it's the good. thing is, is we know that a ton of people have never heard about this before. Right. So it, it stars well, Neil Patrick Harris. It has Nathan Fillion. It has Felicia Day. And it has uh, Wallowitz from Big Bang Theory uh, as yes. a, in a smaller role. So, Howard Wallowitz. Yes. Uh, <laughs> was it Moist Man? I think was his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a great, it's a great movie. Uh, and we'll talk about it next week. And, yeah, thanks for hanging out. The original Dr. Hammer. Yeah. yeah yes. Is it Captain Hammer? I think it's Captain Hammer. Captain Hammer. Yeah. Sorry. Right. How dare he you. should be a doctor, though. Yeah. He's pretty smart. <laughs> All right. Until next time, guys. I'm Adam. I'm Cowboy. And I'm... Maestro. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay! What? Yay!